There. How's that? That good? Uh, you're a host. You should be able to. Oh, uh, I don't even know. How, how do I do that? Um, okay. I don't. Um, how do I do that? Uh, invite. Got it. You got it. There you go. I did. I did. Invite again. There you go. Got it? Good. Yeah, yeah, you got to accept. Yep. Cool. You hear me? Hey, yes. you got to turn off your other one. Awesome. Let's get you started, off, friend. You got to turn off your other one. You got to turn off your other video. Okay, you're good now. Let's get started. Uh, welcome to Blockchain Bandwagon Podcast, where, where we explore the depths of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, and the technology shaping our future. I'm Chek Chekhuri, a technical expert and founder of Together MDM, a blockchain solution provider for master data management. I'm here with my co-host, Brian. We spent a lot of time researching and studying various aspects of blockchain technology and using it to build products. I'm passionate about sharing my understanding and ideas with the community and helping drive innovation in this space. Now, let me hand it over to my co-host, Brian, who will introduce himself and give us a sneak peek into today's exciting. Discussion. Hey, Chuck, good to hear you again. Episode 20 already, crazy. Hey, I'm uh, I'm Brian. Uh, I've been in the staffing business for 25 plus years, putting IT people to work and blockchain is a passion of mine. Um, today, we're talking about some promising and impactful episode 20 already, crazy. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm Brian. Uh, I've been in the staffing business for 25 plus years, putting IT people to work and blockchain is a passion of mine. Um, today, we're talking about some promising and impactful blockchain projects. Um, call in, obviously, as well as syndicated on Spotify, Google, Apple. Um, we'd love to have you listening every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Chuck, where are we at? Oh, man, Brian, we decided to talk about different projects, and I had such a hard time picking what to discuss. <laughs> so I came up with 10, which I thought would be very, uh, you know, which are making a difference. Some people who have been there for a long time and some that are really enabling blockchain uh, adoption, you know. So I, I was a little bit more technical uh, in my choice of projects, those that I think are going to make a big difference. And some business cases. What about yeah, you? Yes, same. You know, I, I, uh, I, I didn't know really exactly what was going on. Or I, I love the project side of, of seeing everything that's, you know, we usually talk about certain subjects and kind of touch on it. But I really like diving into the different projects and seeing the, the smart people out there and, and how, it's, uh, how it's changing things. So it's, uh, I, I'm ready to dive in. Awesome. Let's do it this way. I'll pick one and you pick one and see how it do goes. It. Right? 
So one, the first one I picked was a very old blockchain op project, which is like uh, Everledger, it's called. These people were uh, one of the earliest innovators in space. They started in 2016. They won a lot of awards and recognition, even at the World Economic Forum very mm -hmm. early. And they have so many awards. And they have now have a very mature solution for diamond resellers, retailers. Right? They have a very good user interface. They have a lot of plugins so that people can plug it into their e-commerce sites. Right. Uh, they also have people to sell diamonds, you know, because diamonds are such a pricey commodity. Oh, right. And they can upload pictures on there. Uh, they have very, very impressive software. And it's, you know, it's amazing. It, it's They have the, one of the oldest. And I think a lot of people like me who are building products can actually learn from how their, you know, software is mm -hmm. running, how their architecture, right. you know? So that's what, the only thing I really liked about it. What about you? Next, before I go with the next one, let you go with your choice. Yeah, so just just one of them. I mean, no, again, no particular order, just uh, one was a, a company called Mine, Mineplex, and, and they're partnered with uh, the Bank of Brazil to start out with. And uh, what, they, what they've come up with and, and what they're, what they're looking to do is is create multi-currency wallets, um, debit cards, electronic bank cards, anything of that nature, so that people can get their money or transfer money or get money to others quickly, safely, easily accessible anywhere in the world um, through just a smartphone application. And um, it really has a lot of a uh, lot of implications. So they've they've uh, partnered with Ethereum, Binance, uh, Polygon. Um, so you know some of the biggest some of the biggest blockchains out there, and uh, it's it's they're just they're not too deep into it. They're just uh, they're just starting out, and uh, it looks like it could have uh, big ramifications. Um, so it's is it like a bank? Yeah. So it's a it's a digital asset, uh, a place where you hold your assets. Correct. So if I'm traveling from one country to another country frequently, I probably need it. Yeah, this would this would be one of those. Correct. This would be a place that, that one product that you'd want to look at for sure. Awesome. What about you, Chuck? Then you, okay, so the, the other one is provenance. Okay, this one uh, is a very interesting product because it's also started in twenty eight. Uh, now they actually grew into so big. Uh, they work private primarily with financial institutions okay they have about 60 different institutions and in 2022 the code became so big they created a foundation because it's a decentralized no one company owns the code so they created a foundation in 2022 mm -hmm. so pinecone foundation it is run by like some very big players in uh you know people who have run financial services for a long time so they're running it it's a very big uh, foundation they started it and they have uh, a one platform that they have where all these institutions work on that. They have both L1 and L2 and they have uh, built specialized modules, right? Let's say I have a bond, right? And I'm trading it between other people, right? right? Or they, they, there is a life cycle. So who, they, they manage the whole uh, financial asset, right? From one end to the other end. Like from the guys who are, let's say there is a loan, somebody's originating it and somebody's selling it at the third market, you know? Uh, 
secondary market or a tertiary market of that asset, right? And they support those kind of workflows on blockchain, right? And then they have like also, uh, if there are 60 un uh, institutions and two institutions want to trade privately, they can do that. Hmm. And then they can store all that information about, let's say a mortgage loan or a security, all the documents associated with it, privately on their own uh, local L2 capabilities like to store data, right? And then they also have something called registry of digital assets. So let's say if somebody has uh, a set of mortgage, right? I don't know how these digital assets actually work, but they know Brian wants this, Chuck right. wants this. So you can register it so that everybody knows who owns what, so that there is kind of a register your assets so that other people can buy it or trade, trade it, you know? So that's also very huge. And when people talk about these things happening, we don't hear of those things often, but they're making a big progress on that. That's, uh, that's very cool. Yeah. One that I, uh, one that I saw that, you know, you don't think a lot, or at least I don't, I guess, when I think of, you know, blockchain about the entertainment industry and, and ramifications and, and big uses for that. But, uh, there's a company called Legion universe. That's, um, that's within that space, within the uh, entertainment space. So they've, what they've done is they've partnered with companies like Avatar, the Avengers, um, Superman franchise, a, a lot of different comic book franchises, um, creating NFTs, and you can even create NFTs as well, um, where you can gain VIP access in a certain film, certain productions, behind the scenes um, of what's going on, day-to-day -day activities, um, you can even, there's even a, a, a pretty cool thing that it will even allow like, people that are members VIP access to vote on certain things within a, a production of a movie. So um, you're kind of become part of a movie or potentially have, you know, creative ideas within a movie. So it really gives that next level experience. Um, and, and this is, again, something that's really is uh, really just starting out. And uh, it's, it's, it's pretty slick. I was going through the, the site and, looking at things, although these movies really aren't my thing, but the uh, technology sure is. So I, I really love following it. And um, I, I think that's where the future is going, the immersion, right? Not just, hey, cool, let's go see a movie. It's the immersive experience of the whole production. So I, I thought that was very so, so are are you saying like they're creating kind of a community for like, say, a promotion? Not necessarily. Uh, no, not for a promotion. This is for, this is to be a community, not just for one thing. It's for, um, for an entire, for the entire process. Right. So not just one movie, it's for everything within that universe. Right. So you think of a metaverse as having many different things. Well, that's the same thing as the entertainment industry for these movies. Like the Marvel universe is huge, right? It has a lot of different, a lot of different aspects, just not the Avengers. It's a lot of different things as well. Um, so it's, it's going beyond just, Hey, one movie. So it's pretty neat. Okay. So what, what I'm trying to understand is let's say I am a big fan of Marvel, right? Is this limited to people who are working on like those projects or is like, I can you, go you join. Can join. This is Chuck Chakuri can go join and be a part of the process. That's why I say it's, that's why it's oh, called okay. VIP access, right? Not just. For, oh, so if I'm part of it, I get a VIP for, access. To you get it. access behind the scenes access. Ah, 
So if you're really a fan of this kind nice. of stuff, I mean, this is a, a whole different universe you could be a part of. It really is. It's really interesting. I mean, that's, that's, I think it has a lot of, uh, a, a lot of different uses within that space because people love their movies and they're just, uh, I mean, always looking yeah. to up the, uh, up the ante per se and, uh, and go into the next level of, of, uh, immersion. I'm, I'm really liking this because those type of use cases have a community built around it. Some other, yep. right. you know, interest. Yes. Right. So then the adoption gets bigger, quicker. Yes. I think that's, you know, once, uh, I, honestly, I don't know how many people even know about, I've never even heard of stuff like this and it's just as, uh, but those people might know, correct. right? You might have in the comic that book world. I, I mean, I like comic books and I like, you know, I like, uh, collectibles and things of that sort, but I'm not in that world on a daily basis or, or follow it really close. Um, I call it follow it from afar. So maybe it is something that people are, are following and I'm just behind the process, but, uh, it's really is, I, re I really think it has a lot of uh, great adaptability within this space. No, it's interesting because a few years ago, maybe a long time ago, I had a friend, colleague, who used to go to every, you know, comic book magazine uh, that they have. Oh, yeah, like Comic-Cons, yeah. The people Comic-Con or something like that. Comic-Con. Right, where they dress up as- My like friends do that. Oh, yeah. Yes, people. they do that every year, San Diego, yes. Right? Yeah, he's in yeah, San, Diego. San Diego. Yeah, they have a few of them across the country, but yeah. yeah, San Diego every year. Yeah, so they they are connected sure. somehow, right? We don't hear. I only know about them when there is on, they are on TV or they have like some interesting characters show up on TV. Other than that, I don't know what's right. happening. But they are a big community. So take that to another level, right? So take that to every hour of every day that you can actually you know dress up as your person um, and be immersed in that world and understand what's going on and what's, yeah. what's the cool thing, what's the production going like and, and data activities of your actor, you know, your favorite actors of, Hey, what are they doing on a daily day basis on the set? When are they going to shoot? Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a new thought process. Yeah. It's just one platform for them. Yep. Trust. Otherwise they may probably have to go to different websites or maybe there are a couple of websites that they write. Exactly. You know? And then their data is like, anybody can see even Google or anybody can see here. Yeah, private. exactly. It's just awesome. I mean, I, I'm like, a lot of these things will come up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's just stuff that, that I never even thought of. Uh, you know, hey, 20 weeks ago, definitely, I would have never known 99.9% .9 of the stuff that's going on here, right? <laughs> As we dive in each week a little bit further, it's uh, it's amazing of what's going on in this industry. Yeah. What's uh, what's the next one? What do you got? So, what's your next one? So there is there is something called wormhole. Okay, uh, this is uh, basically a project with uh, an interoperability protocol. What they mean by is basically that it's being used by Binance and Terra, some of the big networks, right? And it is based on an Ethereum network called Solana. Uh, we, we can talk about Solana as a project sure. itself, but I didn't put it in there. Uh, so they established an interoperability protocol, which is very popular. So you can go on there and then you can basically help transfer tokens between different networks. Yeah. Right. So if Solana is basically does it, it's a, it's a platform, right? Right. Where everybody can run their dApps. So Solana doesn't have any currency per se. Right. You know, 
uh, it's it's a platform where everybody can have their own tokens right i can put a product on there with my own tokens but then i need to trade with binance or terra or bitcoin or whoever i want to trade with my coins on different networks they provide that one protocol where how i as a developer on solana with my own token can use it with binance or use it with some other exchange right uh, so that is a big project i think it's really helping people do more and more with solana yeah that's okay solana is an enabling platform and wormhole is one of the big projects that i think is uh, very promising yeah that's really uh that is definitely really promising it's a uh, you know as we've talked about in the past it's you know the interoperability between platforms and ease of use is is going to be one of the big factors in uh in uh people have an adoption to this right yes so when when i say interoperability uh is one we talked about we remember changing tokens and data yep. and all these guys are actually facilitating that making it easy for that interoperable right yeah know? and we we talked about saying interoperability being a challenge and these guys are addressing it that's why they're promising right it's funny you know we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago and then as i'm looking through some of these projects it's like a lot of them uh a lot of them are 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 really heavily invested in making sure they get uh, interoperability right and uh yeah. and, and moving it forward so it's it becomes it becomes big and, and that's the way web3 is going to work yeah i think i i was so happy to the on this particular uh, thing when i was researching i've seen so many projects that are actually moving things forward in different yep you know angles uh it's amazing yeah it really is and that kind of ties into uh one of the ones i came across uh, um you know how we have, we've talked over the over the weeks about the scalability concerns and and some security concerns and high transaction fees uh that's you know one of the re- you know those are three of the big reasons why uh you know hey it might be slow adoption for companies well one ledger's been around for a few years but they're really they're really moving forward quickly um and address addressing the issues um with companies they're they're partnering they're doing interoperability with ethereum bitcoin polkadot matic uh where scalability is important for bigger comp organizations so that's really where they're focused on um whereas ethereum's you know one of the big things is you know transactions per second and uh where ethereum is only four transactions per second which which is very slow there's is 4000 transactions per second so um it's definitely for your high volume higher volume clients higher volume companies um it's it's very affordable fees are very low uh so you know hey these larger companies that have those concerns this is uh this is definitely one one company that they should be looking at at least to explore further uh further for their company adoption for blockchain you know your transactions per second and 4000 transactions per second i mean that is really a lot of expensive like you know i i was just i'll give you a small story about cost yesterday or day before i tried to uh, while i was researching this project i came across uh, an app that is uh, a blockchain message mm-hmm. okay so when you connect my wallet to that messaging up on my phone 
I get this long 20 bit right. number. So if I say, hey, Brian, message me, then I have to say, I have to give you a link right. and give you that long number yep. to message me. So to solve this problem, there is a company called uh, converseapp.org. Or okay. something like that. What they do is they give me a unique uh, name. Like it can be like chakchakuri.eth. Okay. So if you don't want to send a message to me, you can just say chakchakuri.eth and then that will give you that my address and you can send me a message. That's great. That's cute. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's Makes it easier, right? They, uh, yeah, it's like a name registration, domain name registration, yep. right? Exactly. Some people have chakchakuri.com yep. or something. Like that. So this price for them is five dollars a year very affordable <laughs> very right right but the this is the challenge when i tried to go buy mm -hmm. it, the gas fees was 43 oh so basically 50 bucks now right exactly that was 50 bucks <laughs> i mean for a five dollar right. service a year, that's ridiculous i'm spending 50 dollars on what? gas costs yeah so now if those guys take my five dollars on one ledger, mm -hmm. I'll probably pay five right. bucks. Right? Because but then they have been there for a long time and they're using Ethereum. Right. And they're charging like fifty-eight dollars. I mean, now it makes sense, right? So if they're only processing four transactions per second and they're costing me forty-five dollars, <laughs> right? If you're doing four thousand, it'll probably be less than exactly. a month. Exactly. That makes it, I think, these type of things will really make those type of apps more successful. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know what's, uh, I, I, I don't know what they're using in, in terms of, you know, proof of work, stake or, you know, proof of stake. Um, you know, I came across the, you know, hey, something that's going to be humongous moving forward and what's going to be uh, going to make things uh, fast, secure, um, is zero knowledge proofs. I don't know if you know a lot about zero knowledge proofs. Yeah. And, uh, that was, zero knowledge proofs are going to yeah, make that a big was, difference. That was very interesting. I was reading where it's going to be, you know, bigger than Bitcoin, the proof of work by uh, 2030. That's that's kind of the what they expect is like that's going to be the standard, you mm -hmm. know, could potentially be the standard. So very interesting. Yes, because right now the proof is really not there. It's just a large, big number and you have to be, keep it right. safe. And that number has to be kept safe. Now, the reason I was, I'm more interested in 4,000 to think oh, about it's, it. That's right? if both huge. Networks, yes, if the, both these networks, let's say they have 100 nodes, right? They're all working right. all the time. And that these 100 nodes are only processing four transactions right. per second. Now, if they process 4,000, right. the price will come down dramatically. Oh yeah, your price is up. It doesn't matter how exactly. Big. You know, uh, that's that's a good one. Uh, I'm glad you found that. I didn't see that when I was researching. <laughs> You're not going to the good sites. There's just so many, right? That's the that's the thing. I'd go down rabbit holes and see different things and you know stuff that was interesting. But I'm like, ah, I don't know about that one. Let's go to something else. So it's there's just so many, so many things, right? And a bunch of these are going to fail. It's a bunch of these are just aren't going to make it, which is fine. That's a, that's a thing about uh, this. You know, hey, smart people, you keep on, you learn from your mistakes and start something else. Yeah. And then my, the one 
in similar fashion is uh, mm -hmm. Chainlink. We talked about Chainlink in right. the past, but I think Chainlink is really making a difference because one of the big, and it's it's been there around for a while, uh, and we talked about interoperability and external networks. So this particular project is really cool in terms of blockchain being able to talk to the external world. Right. Right. And they use it and they're growing like crazy. And that is also a very promising project. I think that is the only player right now, which is really for getting data outside of the blockchain into the mm -hmm. blockchain. And that is getting very, very popular. And we talked all about it, but I wanted to mention that as a promising upcoming project that people should pay attention to. Did they have anything uh, anything new that they were doing or anything like uh, anything that no, no, they're not. I mean, they're improving. They have EIP protocols. They're like adding new systems and improving their uh, uh, capability to integrate with different systems. But the thing is, it is a promise. Oh, for sure. It is going in deeper and it is a critical project in the ecosystem. Yeah, I know they deal with uh, a lot of uh, big companies and, you know, or I guess a lot of big companies deal with them. So, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a big one and they're yeah, ever growing, the right? Yep. Um, yeah, one of the, uh, I, I don't take a guess how big, uh, how many people do you think are in the, that are gamers worldwide, Chuck? How many people do you think are gamers? Hmm. A few million uh, gamers that uh, game. So I'm going to, I'm going I'm to pretend I didn't hear that. How many, how many people that you think are gamers, the projected amount of gamers in the world? If you think, of, if you're, if you're thinking a million, this is, this number is going to shock you then. It kind of surprised me that how big it was. So I'll tell you, three billion people they expect are gaming right now. There's the eight billion people on the planet. We're talking about almost half of the people in some sort are gaming, which is crazy, right? It's I think it's absolutely crazy, but that's it. So I mean, you're, you're not counting me when I play on my computer. You're a gamer. Right? You're a gamer now, Chuck. You're a gamer. <laughs> if you need a new hat, you need a hat or something. Gamer. Yeah. No, that then that is true. Crazy, it's, right? It's just I mean, game. so it's a humongous yeah. space. So I came across a, a place that so uh, let me go back a little bit. So the big thing is why Web3 gaming really hasn't taken off like a huge demand is one looks of it, right? Looks of it isn't that great. Um, because people have been doing tokenization over the the player first experience. Well, companies are realizing that hey, for more adoption and you know, to make more money and to have people potentially make more money off of their, off of web three for using their gaming system. Um, they, uh, they're going, a lot of companies are going to the, uh, the, um, I guess the, the gameplay first approach instead of the token first approach. So that's, that's a good thing. So one of the companies was called a uh, Cryptomon, and I even, I even signed up for it and did a little demo and did, uh, did that and while it's still kind of in the early stages it, it kind of looks good it does look like some games i've seen definitely on a phone um definitely follows those lines easy to understand easy to use uh but they're one of the kind of the early developers um in the cryptomon universe so it's called the cryptomon universe and and you have these little uh these little it looks like ponies that you play and you train them and you can fight but really what differentiates them and, and what i like about like about this universe is it takes the online world per se 
and brings it to the real world. So in, in two ways, the two ways it does it. One way is it brings communities together. So they have what they call community gaming nights. So anybody within your area, whether it's you know five miles, 50 miles, 100 miles, depending on the metropo- metropolis you live in, um, you can have little contests between people in your area and get to know people in your area that love to play the same game, right? So that's, that's a great community building concept. Um, and then they also have, if you have goggles, which, you know, hey, goggles, VR goggles are becoming, you know, becoming bigger and bigger. I think they will become a lot bigger. But they have these special promotions that you actually go out in your neighborhood and they have special, like almost like scavenger hunts. And you can go scavenger. Remember back in the day, a couple years ago, where you held up your phone to find your Pokemons? So instead of just your phone, yeah, so your go. universe was through your phone, right? Well, now you're going to have a VR headset, and now you get to see this whole universe as you're going to get stuff. So it's kind of neat. I love the concept. I love the idea. So I'm sure other companies will take this idea and kind of run with it as well. So I, I, I like the direction this, this company is going. Wow. So it's pretty neat. So they're kind of building on that idea of Pokemon Go. Yeah, so it's the first thing I thought of was Pokemon Go, right? But your whole world was right here, right? So you see everything else instead of putting on a headset, right? So it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's very innovative. It's just, you know, I love creative ideas. Again, whether they work or not, it's what, two different things. I just love the creative ideas because usually creative ideas spark different creative ideas. Yep. I'm going to talk about two of them now. Because these two are kind of interesting. One is the graph, right? So what this does is uh, because blockchain, if if you think about blockchain, every transaction gets recorded on a block and gets uh, chained and Mm -hmm. chained and chained and chained. And if I want to see history, all of these things on the blockchain are all over the place. It becomes difficult. Mm -hmm. So what these guys do is... They allow, you say, if I'm a DAP developer, mm-hmm. right? And everything that is happening on my smart contract, they take it out right away and put it in a graph database. Okay. Right? Uh, and then they put a, it's like a database of all the data things that is happening on the blockchain. And then you can query it for analysis. Okay. So they have this open source use cases like where there's a graph query language. So let's say you send, because it's all about, what network is talking, who is sending money to who, who is sending, so who is connected with who, who, who came in, who went right. out, who are all the different people. So those kind of uh, graph query, right? It's not all one table, but it's all connection. So this graph, uh, they index the whole data and they put it in a database and you can do analysis. It's pretty, pretty cool. And they kind of packaged it into a nice way. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's very open. It's open source, and it's anybody can use it. If anybody's developing a blockchain, that is it, right? Yeah. That's cool. And then the second one I want to talk about is this is called Civic. So this is a concept was talked about for a long time. These guys okay. are new. Okay, they have they have they have come. They're uh, partnered with Airbnb and Uber. So basically, they want to take all the personal data of all the drivers or you know people who deliver food and all of those guys their identity data because you want to make sure security of the driver you know what i mean mm-hmm. the driver vetted, right there are certain things about people that you need to know when you're interacting in the real right. world 
right? Whether it's your Uber or Airbnb or somebody's bringing right. food, you know. So all those identities, these people are civic. They are trying to store that in uh, a blockchain. Okay, and when I go to their website, they're still stuck, right? They're still like working. But the way I found out about them was very interesting. There is a company called Hacken, which I'm going to talk about okay. now. These are the guys. Since we talk about, you know how, um, so they put all the source code. Somebody, all my contract, they get verified by some. Right. Well, I hope so. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that third party then produces a report. This code is safe. It doesn't have any bugs. It's following all the best protocols. It is not creating duplicate variables. It's not doing anything fishy, right? So they give you a clean check so that people can trust it and use it, okay? So Hacken is one such company that does these kind of audits. There are about eight or nine different companies that do these type of audits, right? So Hacken is one of them. And if you go to Hacken website and you see, because they have to publish all these reports of these different contracts that they audited so that other people mm-hmm. can see, you can actually see how many people they audited. Right. They've audited 450 companies. One company. And and then they will say, oh, we are, this is where we audited, this is the source code, it is here. So it gives you a very good idea of the kind of things that they're testing, they're checking, and these people got their audit just yeah talk about transparency talk about trust i mean that's just that's fantastic yeah so that's uh those two so what do you have on me yeah no that's uh um let's see uh um well there's a company that uh they they deal with, I guess, bigger companies and um, really developing technology. They're they're called Smart Genius, and they're one of the leading Web three development firms. And uh, they do a lot of custom blockchain solutions for startup, enterprise level, and and uh, DAOs. So um, they really, you know, they pride themselves in the transparency, security, privacy, exposure. Uh, I mean, they have a full marketing arm as well that they uh, they take they can take care of all your mar- clients' marketing needs. Uh, they're very scalable. Uh, they can do what you want. They come in and they're they're kind of that you know a, the third party vendor that comes in and helps a client jump on the blockchain um, to further their business uh, business pursuits. So you know, I, I found you know they were just one. There's there's a bunch of companies like that. Uh, but they were one of the leading ones, so that's why uh, I chose to talk about Smart Genius just for a minute. Uh, but there's several companies really getting into this space uh, where where they're the third party vendors. They're coming in and uh, making it easier for organizations to adopt blockchain technology. Well, not only easier, but also uh, more cost cost efficient. That's a very interesting name. Do you, do you know what Smart Genesis? How they came? No, up I have with? no idea. I'll tell you. What, it's it's good. So Genesis, okay. So whenever a blockchain mm-hmm. starts, right? So it's a bunch mm-hmm. of blocks, right? It has to start well, somewhere. Right. Genesis is the beginning, right? Yeah. So it is actually called the Genesis block. Mm-hmm. So you actually write code when you say when you first start up a blockchain network, right. you have to configure the sure. Genesis block. 
So then that's the word Genesis. Smart is from the smart contracts. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> right? Yes. Smart Genesis. I, I like that name. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, right. So if you want to start a blockchain project, you want to start with Smart Genesis. Yeah, right? you know, and, and <laughs> right. So company names are always funny. They're, uh, it's a play on words. You might not even know it, right? I mean, I know what Genesis means and, you know, smart contracts. I know what that is. So, you know, subconsciously you, you automatically connect the two, right? It's like, once you said it, it's like, yeah. oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot more sense. It's, it's actually connecting it to the blockchain technology without being that's obvious. Right. That's right. That's right. Did you, uh, did you have a, do you have another one? You something? Yeah, I have a few. Uh, the next two ones are very interesting. This one is, I really love this one because they are really good. Uh, OpenZeppelin. Mm -hmm. So OpenZeppelin is like funded by like really big names uh, from the Valley early on, uh, 2017. Yep. They raised $22 million. They're still going big. So it didn't work, but it worked in a very different way. So in those days, they thought people are going to develop a lot of apps on blockchain right blockchain is a platform it's a it's an infrastructure people can run applications they thought oh we will create an operating system on right it. so they started with the the name was called zeppelin os okay right so they uh, started that zeppelin os but then i think they figured it out you really can't have an operating system on a virtual machine that is spread out all over the right. place. So what they ended up doing is they wrote a lot of code, uh, and they are like a, they, they made it a library, open source library, right? Uh, opens up. So if you are a developer, you want to build any kind of a smart contract, you can build on top of it. Okay. It becomes much much faster, and it's secure, it's trusted, and all of that, right? So once they built that, then they pivoted back into uh, a security company. Oh, okay. So because they have that expertise, right? So they now do a lot of audits just like Hacker. And they're much bigger than hmm. Because they are much more, Hacken is a, the other company that I was going to talk about is, was founded in Ukraine in 20. Right, yeah. Right? They have done about 450. They're still doing businesses. They're very small. They only raised 4.5 million, right? Uh, and they all do the same. They do different audits, right? They do a smart contract audit. They see the protocol audit, and then they have the, the application, the DAP audit, right? So these are the kinds of three parts of a blockchain application. Basically, your smart contracts and your protocol that you're communicating with other things, and then your interface, you know, is it safe? So those are the things that all security companies do. Uh, so these are, these guys are big. So Open Zeppelin and Hacken, uh, they're very similar companies. There are eight other funded companies that are doing. So the reason I brought this up is they are a good source of information on what projects are running. Yeah. But who is getting audited? Right. You know? No. What I like about man, what I like about this is yeah, they're they're big and you know been around for what six years. 
it looks like. Um, but how they pivoted, right? They pivoted a couple times. And uh, I, I mean, I love that. And uh, in places that a lot of times you get your ego involved and like, I can't pivot, you know, Hey, we got our funding for this and we did that. We can't pivot. And we got to really try to push through instead of thinking like, Hey, this isn't the best use that we got another use. Let's do this. They're back, but it's great because they're sort of a bit of unicorns. So they love it. I really like, I love that. Not, I mean, I love their technology and what they've done, but I really love the, the, hey, let's let's pivot because we can be a, a player in this space, right? And we really see value in what we can do. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. You know, the, the other things I had were just kind of a, a few, uh, I, like we said, I, I went down a lot of rabbit holes and a lot of a lot of places that were just very interesting. And I was like, you know, hey, just do a little DIY. Did you know? Um, you know, hey, there's a, did, Chuck, did you know Starbucks is has a whole blockchain area that they've uh, jumped in. Did you know this? No, I heard something, but I don't remember. So it's called Starbucks Odyssey. And so although it's an NFT, so it's NFT based, but they don't call it NFT. They call it stamps, which I think is a genius idea. Don't call it what people, right? So NFT, what do you think of, right? Digital art. That's what right immediately what you think of. Well, NFT is not just digital art. It's, it's a lot of different things. And you're going to see it over the next five years, I think, is going to explode and be in just so many different areas. Um, but it's, it's a whole, just like it says, Starbucks Odyssey. So it's a whole odyssey that you take of whether it's, um, it's in the beta version, I believe, still. I think it's still beta. Only invited guests can get on it. Um, it was started at the end of last year, I think December of uh, 2022. Uh, but you get in and take different journeys in the uh, in their app. So it's either taking a, a virtual tour of their coffee bean farms. It's hey, can you visit a Starbucks location five days in a row? Can you you know is there certain things that you get within a Starbucks location? You earn points for that, so it's similar to their rewards. But there's different points, and when you buy an NFT that allows you to do certain things within the Starbucks universe. So whether it's buy special gifts, whether it's discounts on certain things, whether it's being invited to certain special events or being a part of, it's really a, a, a I think a brilliant idea um, in that space. And this is all on the Polygon network. It's all on the, uh, all on a blockchain. Everything is done off a of blockchain. Everything's stored on a blockchain. Yeah, it really is interesting. Another one, um, did well, I didn't even think of mortgage loans. Did you know like mortgage loans? You know, hey, the crypto mortgage business. Do you even know about this? I had no idea. I heard about it, but I didn't know who. Yeah, so I didn't. So, did you know Freddie Mac said it's okay to use Bitcoin to secure your mortgage? Again, not in all cases, but uh, right. So, select cases. But uh, you know, hey, Freddie Mac's getting on the on the action, right? Federal government. Um, Yeah. Which is pretty, right? So I went down a rabbit hole of all that crypto loan and, and there's companies with that salt. And you know, I think you've heard of BlockFi. BlockFi is pretty big. Um, so they're in that space as well. Um, you know, there's real estate, a, a real estate company, you know, real estate's going to be big in this. So a company called Proppy, which has been around since 2017. Again, something I've never even heard of, but it's some, it's, it's a place where you can buy, um, you can buy, real estate all around the world, all off of your, all off of your digital assets. It's just, you can buy, you can get on your phone and buy anything and it will take minutes. It doesn't, you're not 60 days wow. of typical paperwork. It's none of that nonsense. 
it's all quick, easy. You can do fractional buy. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. I think it's stuff like that's going to change the industry. Right. So that's just a couple of the things yeah. I thought that were very interesting as I was going down through the, through the rabbit hole. Yeah. I have a last two that is what I found was interesting. Yeah. What do you got? So there's a company called Digicel, mm-hmm. right? Which is a very old company. Uh, they've been in the business for more than 20 years, I think. They have been uh, giving SSL certificates. You know how you can put HTTPS, mm-hmm. HTTP. To be able to put an S, you need a certificate. Right. So that encrypt, uh, that you know, you need keys and stuff like that. So they were in uh, this encryption business for a long time. So they got into uh, supplying SSL certificates to blockchain nodes for a moment. Hmm. So they got early in and I was like fascinated by it. Oh, wow. These people got on blockchain and then supporting the blockchain. Hmm. And they're also like a enabler of blockchain. You know what I mean? They're like driving the blockchain adoption. They're not necessarily a blockchain company or a blockchain project. But I included them because how other people outside of blockchain are pushing. Yeah, so are they? Do they? They provide certificates to basically like your, you know your for your website, right? So they this is a safe space. This is a certified. That's what. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So they're also like got into it long time ago, and they're also doing very very well in that space. And they entered into a partnership with Linux Foundation and Hyperledger, hmm. because when IBM was building up Hyperledger, their software for nodes. They kind of partnered with them to provide certificates for those nodes. Right. And then the last one that I have is called Crypto GPT. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this. What, what do you got? So what they're doing is right now, we did the biggest complaint about chat GPT and all these uh, artificial intelligence models is that they're just taking everybody's data, even like Twitter is complaining. We're not going to be, give you our, your, right? your, your data. Yeah, yeah, a stack overflow is saying you took our right. data, right? And then Google is saying you took our data. Now, Google itself, it's not their data, but they're saying it's their right. data. <laughs> anyway, it's Twitter, it's not Twitter's data, right? <laughs> but it's the end user's data that these people are now bitching about being stolen by chat yep. So they are going to support something. So this company, what they're new, they are not there yet. So the idea is, right, the biggest thing is Google has my data. It has my name. It has my phone number. It's my email. And it has all my emails, right? And when it gives that to a chat GPT type of machine, they have to anonymize it. They can't just say, this is Chucky sending right, this. Right. Is doing this. They're talking to Brian. Brian said this. Chuck right. said this. They want to anonymize that. Right? Hopefully, they're doing a good job anonymizing it. Nobody knows. Yeah. Right? They're claiming that they're anonymizing it. Right? The same thing with hospitals. Right. When they give the data for development, we are anonymizing it. Yep. So the idea here is you can anonymize data and you can sell your data to ChatGPT. Hmm. I love it. So, so then let's say that you, if we are on their platform, I have my data, you mm-hmm. have your data anonymized. 
then they bundle that and sell it and give us oh nice money. okay right because right now they're using it without yeah, correct so that was uh that was uh remember andrew yang running for president a few years ago so that was his that was a yeah. big platform of his right was uh was yeah. the commoditization of data and we're not getting paid for it so they want to be able to anonymize this data, and their code was also audited by Hacker this month. So that's how I came up. That's with cool. I'm... So if you go on their website, it's like we are we are still in stealth mode. I love it, but they're I'm yeah. digging more into that. Honestly, that's that's a uh, I love it. That goes what we've been talking about for the last twenty weeks, right? Of hey, this is uh, people's data. Not only that, what I found this this whole transparency thing is really cool. Transparency thing is really cool because when I went and Hacken website, I saw that these guys were audited, mm -hmm. and Hacken tells me we audited their code from this repository on mm -hmm. GitHub because if they after they audit the code, they can change right, it, right? right. So that that code has to be somewhere, and then you go to that repository, and then you see when did they start working, <laughs> and where are they? Right, and this is the audit right. they pass. Then you can actually figure out when they can launch. That itself is pretty cool. That's, Transparency. That's audit. great. Even though they are in stealth mode, so which is kind of a very very fascinating for me. This whole thing, and then there are uh, other uh, apps which we'll talk about next week, but where. You have your, let's say, your uh, mm -hmm. email, which takes Brian at email right, right. dot com or Brian right, at right. dot com, check, check it, right? Or your WhatsApp, Brian's mm -hmm. phone number, right? Uh, iPhone is like Brian at iCloud dot com. Everybody has an email or a phone number where I can send mm -hmm. you messages. So I know you're you by using right. your phone number, right? But I'm not a blockchain app. I just have mm -hmm. your identity. So this one company that I signed up, they use your blockchain address to send you. Messages. Oh, that's cool! Right. So you, I, if you have a, you don't even have to put any money in. You just have to create an address. Now it is still little scary because I can create five. Oh, addresses. sure. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. I can have five addresses. Sure. And then I can send messages. Sure. But then you don't you you would know that it's me, right. because you can. But that has to be still evolved. But that is uh, an app outside of blockchain using blockchain identities. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's neat. the The only the only other thing I had just real quick, and I'm not going to talk much about it. I it kind of blew my. I didn't even honestly. I didn't even think about this space, and I should have. I don't know if you have, but uh, DSI, right? So science. Have you heard of all this decentralized science stuff that's going on? No. Crazy. Like I never, I was, I was on it for a few hours. Just like I couldn't believe what was going on. It's crazy. And it makes a hundred percent sense that the scientific community, like, you know, and companies like Pfizer, um, Moderna, all the big companies and all these small companies as well. There's so much research going on that blockchain makes sense, right? From an IP perspective from a funding perspective, from a sharing's perspective. Um, it's, 
it's just it's it's amazing. Like there's there's a few companies in that space, and they're making it easier for scientists to collaborate on re on cancer research. On I didn't realize what it took, basically, you know, act of God to get things done within that space. If you're going to talk between companies or whatnot, or you're even between scientists, it's crazy. And this is everything's on the blockchain. Everything's transparent. People get people get credit for their IP, right? So their intellectual property. And uh, they get paid on what, you know, what they have. Nobody can steal it. And so uh, people are more apt to share when you're going to, you know that you're getting credit and you can't have a stolen. So it's uh, it's very, uh, it's really a great space. It's awesome. I think it's, I think it's right for explosion and it will only help science and help everybody, right? The healthcare industry will help everybody in the future. No, no, that, that's, you bring up something very important that I, it reminds me of an article I read a long time ago. Right now, the peer review process or the what gets approved for a publication, mm -hmm. that is, people are not really happy with it. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? They think the, the editors control what type of content right. should be published, what can be published. There's not a lot of transparency. Right. Who gets peer reviewed? Yep. Who they can send it for peer right. review? Right? That is like a club. Yes. For that truth. is like, you know, I think that gets broken up with them. Yeah, and I didn't understand, like, that's a huge part, right? And then uh, also, I didn't realize, like, hey, you can rent out. So if you write a paper and somebody wants to, hey, can I use your paper, whatever? They're like, hey, usually it's like two hours for 30 bucks. They're like, hey, there's you know, kind of going rates for some people, for some things. Where this is completely, this is off the charts where you can use it um, as long as you want for a set price that somebody has. Or you can go in there as long as you give credit or as long as you, hey, pay in certain tokens. It's, it's amazing. Like, I think it's a, a complete game changer eventually. Yep. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. So that's all. So that, uh, I think we covered quite a few. I could talk the rest of the day on stuff, but that's like, I know. This just excites me. Uh, yeah, I want to open it up to anybody who's listening. Uh, Shiva, you want to say something? Yeah, if you want to, if you want to say something, Shiva, by all means. There's plenty of things. I think so. there might be more. Yeah, she was on. Can you hear me? Hi, Shiva. Hey, yeah, it's a great, uh, important project. I guess really many are there. I see, especially there is a, even current ongoing uh, things. Example, like uh, we are doing the peer-to-peer uh, -peer carpooling with the Uber and all there. You see, so this yeah. also helps to we can solve the uh, carpooling like in that direction. One direction is going. We can share thing we can use in that area also but also identifying the fake products in the market so this is blockchain has a different method of identifying the from where is the origin of this product and the end to end uh, it's been labeled there yep. from the distributor yeah that will be easy to track whether this came from correct source or not because especially those uh, there's plenty of projects to say yeah, there's a lot of projects in that. There's a lot of projects in that space, and they're uh, and it's only going to get more because the younger generation really wants to know where products come from, right? That's what they want. That's important to them. Yeah. It's not important to me. I don't care. But that's I'm not the future, right? It's the it's the people coming up. That's the future. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. No. The, the, uh, once it picks up, I think tons of projects are going to be into the blockchain technologies. Yeah. Yep. So the the one that Everledger. That's also an interesting name, Brian. They do diamonds, right? 
it's like diamonds are forever mm-hmm. so ever ever <laughs> ledger <laughs> right? like interesting ever like ledger it. forever ledger uh, yeah. might have been forever ledger they just said ever ledger because what one of the problems in diamonds i have a few friends who do trade in diamonds uh the lab grown diamonds versus mm-hmm. real diamonds they are really hard to distinguish oh i bet right so to they have like huge expensive machines to even figure out with something is a lab grown so if you have that authenticity you know you you don't have to every lab grown diamond has to have that authenticity or every mined right. diamond has to have that authenticity and it goes with it so that's one thing you said shiva is already being done to make sure like fake products and you know fake things so in and i did come across that project you mentioned about carpool i thought yeah. that was very interesting mm-hmm. yeah i didn't realize automotive there's a lot of projects with i was i just didn't write any down but there's a lot of projects within the automotive space that are going on it's 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 in every industry it's really is amazing honestly i i i'm amazed at every time i read stuff yeah i think it's getting because it's complete disruptor yeah so. and uh, i am very excited i made a lot of progress on my project That's great yeah so my mvp is going to be there out soon so it's nice. exciting i can't wait can't wait yeah oh well, is that it and i think you got chuck today i think so we can cool. uh, Got it. A great conversation. I think I learned a lot about it. Yeah. Thanks, thank Brian. you, Chuck, and thank you, Shiva. Appreciate it. Awesome. And uh, we will be back here uh, next Tuesday at next two Tuesday. Uh, two p.m. Pacific. So catch you guys then. Thanks. Thank you. Adios, amigos. Bye.